Well, happy Monday to you, and welcome back to the Drivecast. My name is Dean. I'm the lead pastor at LifePoint, and I do the majority of teaching at our Lewis Center campus. It's great to have you uh, back with us, especially as this weekend we started uh, our Christmas series called Love's Pure Light, and we're kind of taking a little more of an Adventish type schedule. Uh, each weekend, we're looking at one of uh, really the principal ideas of the Advent season. You know, Advent is just, it's a Latin word, uh, Adventus, uh, which means coming or arrival. And really the whole idea historically behind Advent has been that the coming of Jesus to Bethlehem, that original Christmas, uh, was uh, really Jesus bringing light into darkness. And this is really why the arrival of Jesus bringing light, um, you kind of seen that manifested through the idea sometimes of uh, lighting a candle, both in uh, Catholic and Protestant uh, churches throughout centuries. And so we're going to look at a different one of those um, faith principles kind of highlighted by Advent and the coming of Jesus at Christmas uh, each week uh, during this series, kind of leading up to Christmas Eve. So this past Sunday, we talked about hope, and really we focused more on some of the um, the realities that came to us from Colossians chapter 1, which we'll look at through the whole series, but also from the Old Testament prophet uh, Isaiah. And in Isaiah chapter 8, he makes this statement about hope, right? He says, I will hope in him. And that idea provides the context of the famous passage in Isaiah chapter 9, for unto us a child is born, for unto us um, a son is given. Uh, the song, most of us probably know that more so from, or as much from uh, Handel's Messiah as we do uh, from reading through Isaiah uh, as well. So the context, really, of the coming of Jesus um, in Isaiah's prophecies comes out of the context of hope. And I think one of the things that we have to remember about Isaiah is, you know, he prophesied during a period of political turmoil and unrest, and the people had been conquered. There was, uh, there were attacks on the outside, there was infighting on the inside, and a lot of turmoil, uh, culturally speaking. So he was the one who was speaking into that reality um, in, his, in his world. And what he was saying, that he says, I will hope in him. I think that's really important for us, because when we think about hope, we tend to think about Hope being the anticipation of better circumstances, but that's not hope. That's optimism. And there's nothing wrong with optimism. Um, people who see the glass half full, uh, people who always see the positive side of things um, are a blessing uh, to our world. But optimism and hope are not exactly the same. And what Isaiah says and what we see reiterated throughout the scriptures um, is that hope is a person, that hope has a name. That's why Isaiah says, I will hope in him. And the one to which Isaiah was looking towards, um, the one that Isaiah 8 points to in Isaiah 9 was the coming Messiah. It was Jesus, the incarnation of God come into the world. Um, that's what our, uh, that's what our founding fathers spiritually uh, refer to the coming of Jesus. They call it the incarnation, uh, the word carne, right, where we get our word for meat or flesh. Um, Jesus was God with meat on his bones or flesh on his bones. Um, so with Jesus coming into the world, finally there would be a push against the darkness and the devastation that we face. 
So today, as we think about our world and we think about the struggles that we have, and we still see the realities of the curse of Adam uh, and Eve, right? We still see the curse relationally, the strife that exists in our relationships and uh, really the relationships that are, that are closest to us in family and friends. Um, there was a curse physically, right? Work was going to be hard. The ground was going to bring forth thorns and thistles, and we still experience that today. But probably the worst part of the curse is that Adam and Eve had to leave the garden, that there was separation. There's this nagging loneliness uh, that we struggle with and deal with because we are made to be in 100% union with God. Well, the coming of Jesus, uh, the reality that he came the first time, means that we have hope in the fact that he will come a second time. So I'm going to pray that into our lives today, and then I'll give you the opportunity to pray. Uh, Father, thank you for the reminder of Christmas that uh, the fact that you came once gives us the hope that you're coming again, that you will receive us unto yourself, that where you are, there we may also be, and so shall we ever be with you. So, Lord, I pray for folks uh, as we enter this season who've experienced loss, who are experiencing the realities of the curse. God, will you remind us that you are the one who makes all things new today. So we want to walk in hope, not in this false sense, believing that everything's just going to change to what we want it to be, but that we can trust you. Now you take the opportunity to pray.